Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. From Los Angeles. Boy, that's loud. <laughs> from Los Angeles, I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations Radio. Hope you are well. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. Hey, episode 138, our guest tonight is the wonderful Madison Taylor Baez. You know her from Selena the Series, as well as AGT and Let the Right One In. We'll talk to her in just a moment. Our co-host is going to be Caden Brenna Tokarski. Hey, if you like what you hear, or if you don't like what you hear, either way, drop us a line. Conversationspod at gmail.com. Hey, all our podcasts, as you know, are on Apple Podcasts. You can go to the iTunes store, search Conversations Radio, and voila. All those podcasts are right there, tucked in quite nicely. You'll also find them on Amazon Music, as well as Podbean, Google Podcasts, Audible, and many other platforms. Just Google it. More podcasts, more often. A wonderful evening here in Southern California. My co-host, no stranger to the show, she's been on before as a guest and a co-host. Her name is uh, Kaden Tokarski. She's a 11-time Best Actress winner, best known for her role as the young Martha Mitchell in Gaslit. That was uh, Little Julia Roberts, as I call her. She's also been in uh, Apocalypse Love Story, My Melancholy Baby, Messages from Mermaid, soon to be seen in Roswell Delirium. That's uh, Robert Bakewell's movie. Both my guest and my co-host are in the OC. want to say hi to the wonderful Kaden Tokarski. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm trying to hold up here. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to have you back. What have you been up to? I I mean, I'm actually going to be on set tomorrow, well, this weekend, and then, not next weekend, but the weekend after, and then the weekend after, for two different films, and I can't say, but for anybody that's watching right now, or listening, just follow me on Instagram, at Kaden Zakarski, for all the updates. I feel like that's, like, the best place to find all the what, updates yeah, for anything. What was this complaining about your call time? You got to leave the house what time? I have to leave the house at, like, oof, like 5.30. Ooh, I mean, okay. it doesn't sound that bad, but I am just, like, I'm not a morning person. Like, I have, like, the hardest time waking up. Welcome to show business. Yes. It's those mm-hmm. early call times. But you get, the, <laughs> you get the home early, hopefully, which is great. Yes. Um, that's you're going way out Arupa Valley or anywhere, I don't even know where that's Arupa out. Valley, yep, Riverside County. Okay, so that's a way south. The there. beautiful county of Riverside. <laughs> well, hey, you know you're working, so you're doing. Yes, I know. Such a blessing. How's the swimming coming, by the way? Diving, yes, it, it is going fantastic. Yes, awesome. <laughs> just like down. actor and then like side like junior Olympian. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's going great. I think. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm always scared, so. I, I honestly just like applaud myself for even just getting on the diving board and jumping off. No, there's a few videos where you're on where you're on the platform and others below you're on the platform and like everything stops. It's like, oh, Caden's up there. Mm-hmm. That's what her doers well, saying. I mean, I stop too. Like my heart beats like really fast when I'm on the diving boards. But like I like kind of have to like dive, you know, because like I have a coach that's like waiting down on the ground and he's like, you better go. Well, yeah. Or I'm going to have to do like 100 push-ups or something. So yeah, scary. Now, would you do cliff yes. diving? Would you dive off a cliff? Yeah. Oh, no. You wouldn't. Okay. I think it's scary enough diving off a, a five meter, <laughs> for sure. I think I think a cliff would be pushing it. 
Well, again, this is not the diving show, but it's certainly it's something you do. Uh, you stay very, very busy. And uh, again, glad to have you co-hosting. Thank yeah, you so thank much. Yeah, thank you so much Appreciate again. That. Let's go ahead and dive in. We've got a fantastic show tonight. Our guest is actress Madison Taylor Baez, known for a lot of stuff. Things kind of happened for her pretty quick. You may have seen her on America's Got Talent Season 17. She was a Golden Buzzer winner. I think made it to the semifinals, but she was in the audience. They asked her if anybody wanted to sing, and uh, of course she raised her hand, and uh, they were like, wow, get up here. And uh, the rest is history. She uh, performs at stadiums and arenas all over the country, and uh, you've probably seen her uh, at a sporting event near you. Um, Her big role, of course, came uh, with Selena, the series, where she did a lot of the singing on that, by the way. Uh, Great voice. Very powerful singer. And most recently, she has been seen in Showtime's Let the Right One In as um, a vampire. Phenomenal show. Phenomenal show. Those episodes will end up somewhere for you to watch. I hope you got to see them because it was, yeah, (laughs) very, very riveting. I want to say hi to from Orange County, California, Madison Taylor Baez. Hey there. Hello, Mike. How are you? Doing well. Welcome to uh, Conversations Radio. And of course, as you know, Caden, you know too, it's just a conversation. And uh, yes. so glad to have you here. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Did you enjoy the good weather the last couple of days? I did. It was, I don't know, it was surprisingly warm. It, it was just kind of weird to me, like just out of the blue, but... Um, I, I definitely had to pull out my fan when I just put it away, but it was, it was weird, but I enjoyed it. Well, here's 74 yesterday, 68 today, tomorrow, 52. So I give up. Crazy <laughs> California weather. Yep. Changes every day. But, uh, let's get started. You are from Orange County, uh, originally, right? Yes. I've uh, been here my whole life. And again, you're there with your mom and your dad and, uh, you're making the, making the way there. What happened? I mean, now, obviously you did stuff before you did Selena and the singing stuff, the music or the acting that came first? It was actually the music. My dad introduced me to music at a very young age. Um, I was two, and uh, he he introduced me to all of the soul music from the 60s and 70s. And um, when I was three, uh, my dad got diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Mm. So he was in the hospital, I mean for quite a while and me being three i mean i would still sneak through his ipad listen to all of his itunes music everything he had on there i would uh learn and memorize new songs and i would sing them to him every day because i knew um it gave him strength and that's the thing he loved seeing me do so i think um ever since then i mean my passion for music has grown um so i feel like uh i've been fighting with my dad every day yeah, I mean, that's what a, what a wonderful gift to give your dad, for sure. And uh, yeah. we're all hoping the best. Things have happened. You went to go see AGT a lot. Yeah, and, um, AGT, one of my favorite shows. Um, watched it ever since I was little. And, I, I mean, I fell in love with it. And it was always my dream to be on AGT. Um, however, it was very unexpected and unplanned, which was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And, again, uh, who's your favorite judge? I mean, I feel like if I don't say Howie, I'd just yeah. be going against everything I've ever believed. So, yeah. I mean, it's got to be Howie. He hit the button, so that's good. And I got to yeah. say, Simon Cowell definitely has uh, kind of calmed down over the years. Simon's, yeah, he's he's definitely a lot more 
Yeah, just like what you said, a lot more calm now. When he was on American Idol, boy, he was just he was he was brutal, <laughs> brutal for sure. Yeah. Folks watched that. I watched it, and I rewatched it again today. I hear forty-two million views on that. On really? Your, on your? I I didn't even on your audition. On YouTube? Uh, just in general, I've read it somewhere. Wow, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think it was that much. I mean, I thought like a few million, but like. Yeah. 42 million? I thought it was millions. Millions and millions, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I didn't the, know that. Wow. The, the voice, um, your, your, your voice is very, very, you've got great range. Just amazing. I mean, a wonderful voice. And you and you've carried that with you and have performed at stadiums, Dodgers, Lakers, uh, Kings Hockey. Can you say Kings Hockey as well? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, Lakers, Clippers. Yes. Um, for... Um, a lot of major sports events, uh, Dodgers, Rams, Lakers, uh, Kings, everything you've wow. listed. Um, I performed the national anthem. I believe my first uh, national anthem performance was for the Lakers when I was seven or eight. I'm not Jeez. sure. I think I was seven. But that was that was my first performance for the national anthem. Uh, my dad had come home one day and he was like, hey, Maddie, you want to learn a new song? And of course, I said yes. And we learned the national anthem. So he recorded it. He sent it in thinking, well, let's see what happens. And the next day we got a response from the Lakers saying they wanted me to perform for the game. So that being my first, my first performance for the Lakers, that was really very, very, very nerve wracking. And I was still like, I mean, that being my first performance, I was like shaking up there when I was seven. Oh my gosh. I still remember the feeling. And then as as I did more and more performances, um, the name Anthem Girls started to grow, and um, it started to get it started to feel more a little more natural. Because you've got a lot of self confidence. I mean, I for sure. I mean, I couldn't sing in front of people like that. Maybe Caden could. No, Caden. No, 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 no. no. Honestly, we have a. I, it's such an honor to be on here because I'm in, in the presence of a superstar, and you really are. Scene and it and just is so difficult and and it's it's such a it's such a gift like you are just so gifted and, and you're such an accomplished young lady at such a young age so it's just like i when i read your bio i was honestly flabbergasted it's, it's pretty you. amazing and i like your wallpaper by the way madison oh thank you this is little... actually this is actually the office of my okay. home so it's the madison taylor Baez office it's the offices sure. of the offices like of Madison Taylor Bayes. Chris Bayes office. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what a process. I mean, so you so you go to these arenas, you sing, do you get your own dressing room or how does that work? Um there's usually like maybe a green room or sometimes sometimes they have um a room for me. But oh. um yeah, just wherever they put me, practice, get the nerve or try to get the nerves out, and then when I go on this field all the nerves come in. I see everybody in the stands. They see this tiny little, from their perspective, I probably yeah. look like an ant. <laughs> and and um, I'm scared. I'm actually, most of the time I'm shaking. And then they hand me the microphone. I used to stay when I get the microphone, all my nerves go away. But yeah. now I've started to notice when I sing and I start singing, I put all of the nervousness in my body through power in my voice to try you know like so all the nerves go away and then it turns into power in singing and 
yeah, it, but it was definitely nerve wracking for that first performance. Well, luckily for for you and for us, uh, America has a very short national anthem because some countries uh, they're like there's like seven verses, so you're standing yeah. there for quite some time. You know, I'm, I'm being facetious, but yeah, but uh, yeah, you 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 nailed it. Now you getting obviously you're meeting players and all that too. Yeah, I think the last I did was uh, a Dodgers game. And it was so cool because I'm a huge fan of the Dodgers. I love the Me Dodgers. Me too. Oh, my heart. Dodgers so every So everyone, it was at Dodger Stadium, and they were all warming up. And I think I went out there for the sound check. And okay. that's before, like, everybody floods into the stadium. Mm-hmm. So they're just all warming up. I perform. I sing. It's just my family on the field and then the players and then maybe some uh, other press people. Okay. But Justin Turner noticed me. Wow. And he was he was walking from the dugout and he he walked over, he said hi to me and me Aww. freaking out. I think I freaked out more than I usually freak out for the national, for performing. I was freaking out. I just saw Justin. I was like I turned to my cousin because he was there at the time. And I was like, "Oh my god. It's Justin Turner. Get your phone." Right? And he had his camera. So, um I was like he was like, hey, Maddie, you did, uh, what's your name? And I said, um, Madison Bias. And he said, well, you did awesome. Are you performing tonight? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, I can't wait to look, f- I'm looking forward to watch you. And I said, wait, do you mind if I get a photo? And I took a photo with Justin Turner. That's probably yeah, another you gotta one. Yeah, you got to frame that. That's, that's kind of a big deal, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fantastic. It's, again, such a small thing that you, that we look at, but for you, it's, it's huge. And it is a big deal, that opening, um, anthem at events and um i'm glad we do that you know proud to be an american and i'm proud to uh to let our colors fly and uh and and honor that because we're talking about the the topic of singing so i'm very interested and mike you had mentioned this in the beginning when you were on agt so you were just sitting in the audience yes and, and then there was a guy and he was asking like if anybody wanted to sing and then there was this one guy that performed first and then you raised your hand and he came over to you and then you like belted and like did amazing. And then they're like, come on, st- come up on stage. So like that, you were just like in the audience, like it wasn't staged at all. Yeah. So the, uh, the producers had put me in the audience and they just said, you know what, just see what happens. Right. Cause I mean, I just, I was just there to watch the show. They said, put her in the audience. We'll see what happens. So I'm enjoying the show. The guy comes around. He's like, Hey, do-. he's like giving out like, I guess Starbucks, Starbucks gift cards, like something, you know, to keep the fans like pumped up. So I want to say three other people went and then I was the last person he called on. I was so, I was the last person. He was like, what's your name? Madison. All right. What are you going to sing for us? And I said, Ugh. and he was like, surprises. So, ah. <laughs> so I sang Amazing Grace and he was like, oh my God, he started freaking out. I started freaking out because he was looking towards the stage and Simon was, Cowell was walking out and he was looking at me. I, oh my gosh. I still remember. I could like feel the energy in my body just like rise through the roof right now. But yeah, so I walked on stage and I didn't realize it, but like I've always loved watching the show. I never realized what it would be like being on the stage and seeing all those people in front of you. It was so... It was so overwhelming. Like I immediately started crying. Like my yeah. my dream was literally coming true. So my eyes started watering. And I was like, oh shoot! <laughs> and then all the other judges came out, and then everything happened so quick. And yeah, it was it was awesome. That's 
amazing. And then you got a golden buzzer. Yeah. From having I, I mean, I, just being able to be up there was amazing, but getting, I have the tickets, getting the yeah. golden buzzer was insane. Yeah, she showed us all of the golden confetti uh, before we went on the air tonight, and uh, that's pretty impressive. Very impressive for sure. Congratulations on that. And um, yeah, uh, by the way, you were also the fan favorite for season 17, which is, was, which is what an honor that is. Are you, have you read all Definitely this? Definitely was way? my fan favorite. Yeah. My, yeah, amazing. Amazing. Wow, let's go ahead and stop. You. Let's go ahead and stop that in just one second, guys. This is Conversations Radio, episode number 138. Our guest is the wonderful actress Madison Taylor Baez, and our co host is Caden Brennan Tokarski. I feel like I should say Mike Stephen Dowler. All three names are so fun. That is definitely an interesting story that we will get to later. But okay. Caden Tokarski. It unexpectedly happened now to be my stage name, but we'll get into that later. Well, tell us a story. What, 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 okay, okay. <laughs> Basically, my mom and I, I don't know how this happened. This was really weird, but I usually don't go by my middle name. Okay. I usually just go by Kaden Tukarski, but for some odd reason, when we, me and my mom were handling IMDb, something like happened and then it just ended up being Kaden Brenna Tukarski. Ah. Uh-huh. And now like everyone like calls me Kaden Brenna Tukarski. So it's, it's kind of funny, but that's just kind of the story. It, it, it's something. It's kind of like an inside joke that my mom and I have. But okay, yeah. But you'll answer to both names. Yes. Okay. Totally. Good. And um, Madison Taylor Bias. I like that. Is Taylor your middle name? Yes. Awesome. Very, yeah. Very cool. It's. I think that's just always been what people call me. Yeah. So you did America's Got Talent, and you also did Selena the series. Now, was that about the same time, or was it before? No, Selena the series was way before. Hmm. Two? It was okay. I've been informed that Selena <laughs> the series it was two years ago, and um, I uh, played young Selena, um, on the Netflix show Selena Selena series, and um, I was nine at the time. Wow. And yeah, it was so. At first, I didn't know who Selena was, but my parents were the biggest fans of Selena. Oh, yeah. So when we got this audition and I got the callback, I started researching her. I looked at all of her music, and I immediately fell in love with her. And um, I thought she was an awesome inspiration. She's still an inspiration to me for me today. Um, so I wanted, when I found out that I got the role, was I at soccer practice? I think I believe I would think I believe I was at soccer practice that day when I found out I got the rule. Okay. And this was like my first big thing. Um, like this was a series on Netflix, and I was so excited. So my dad was the one who got the news first, and he was the coach of soccer practice at the time. Oh. Okay. So my mom, my mom actually got the news, and she was like calling my dad, calling my dad. My dad was coaching, so he hung up, hung up, hung up like five times, and he finally picked up and he said, "Why?" And she said, she got the role. And my mom was freaking out about it. And then I said, what? And because then my dad started freaking out about it. So he told me and I, oh my gosh, I think I ran so far away. I let out the biggest scream and then I ran back and I said, really? And he said, yeah. And then I like celebrated to myself. And then I told my friends, they were all supportive. And then the rest is history. Wow. That's amazing. And you had done stuff before that. You did some commercials and a movie called The Tooth Racket. What yeah, was your, sure. What, what was your role in that? 
So I played a young con girl who cons the tooth fairy into oh. So I <laughs> I tricked the tooth fairy with a fake tooth and stole the money for my new bike fund. And then I conned him and then he said, Hey, you're selling me fake tooth. He originally found out and then it's this sweet little story about a little girl calling the tooth fairy. What a racket. Uh, folks, don't do that at home, okay? That's uh, <laughs> that's not allowed, okay? There we go. Well, great. Wow. And again, it just kept going for you. A lot of national commercials as well. And yes. again, uh, singing everywhere. Let's talk about the big one. Let the right one in. Oh, my God. Uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Thank you. Go ahead and tell folks the premise of the show. So, Let the Right One In is about, the main idea is how far will you go for your child? So, it's about Eleanor Kane, um, a 12-year-old vampire who was bitten at the age of 12, and now she's actually 22, and her father, Mark Kane. And um, Mark, ever since she was bitten, um, Mark has killed and drained bodies of blood to feed her daughter and keep them alive. And he's been searching for a cure every day since she was bitten. And um, it shows um, how far you'll go for your job. And uh, Jermaine Brashear, as well as Ian Foreman, great chemistry. How were those early days as far as the chemistry reads and all that? Um, when we first had the table read with the whole cast on, um, we were still getting to know each other, but I had no idea that I would get that attached to this cast. Everyone, everyone was so nice. Everyone. We were all friends on set. Um, even even during those dark days where, you know, it wasn't the brightest scenes, we would keep it happy with jokes when the cameras had, when the cameraman said cut. We always kept it light, and I think that was really important for the series. There were eight episodes, right? There were ten. Ten. Okay, wow. And you, of course, you were in all of them. And uh, is it any one episode stand out the most to you? I know. I know that um, when you're filming, it's kind of all jumbled together so but um i think the first episode stood out because the first episode the pilot that's the one that decided the whole series and that's the one that really contained um everything the background the backstory <clears throat> it really explains the whole theme of this series in that one episode um it had a lot of memorable scenes and it showed how mature eleanor really was now, obviously, uh, when you're out and about, you're getting spotted. Yes. So everyone, I... Because everyone's well, seen this. Yeah. There, there's definitely some times where, like, I'm maybe I'm shopping with my mom and dad or with my uncle and cousin, and someone says, wait, were you the girl from Selena the Series? Or were you the girl from Let the Right One In? Um, but sometimes, yeah, it happens. And it's it's pretty fun. I, I love to meet fans and... Um, I love to see like the reactions to the show, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Who got to, who got to keep that mirror in the bathroom? That was amazing. The mosaic. So I actually did not get to keep that oh. mirror. Yeah. But that, that scene where I smashed it with my hand, that was, that was pretty fun. It's that amazing. Was, yeah. The apartment has yeah. definitely uh, got some personality, you know, and the scenes with you and you and Isaiah, um, amazing. You know, it's, it's a, it's a very, very, uh, cool friendship relationship, and uh, you're almost like a big sister. But I think there's more to it than that, you know, and, and the whatnot. There's, you guys are kind of kind of connected. Um, amazing, great. Uh, you did no stunts, 
Well, I not really spoiler alert, but no, you're not. Maybe no. just a little bit. Yeah. But um, I I did do stunts with the help of my stunt double. My stunt double was awesome. Um, all the stunts when I did do some stunts, um, there were mats everywhere. Like I stood on the edge of the windowsill. There was they cut it out obviously, but there was like a bunch of boxes and a bunch of pads. Yeah, but I did. I was able to do a few of my stunts, and it was pretty fun. Now, had you seen the movies? So I, I was a young at the time. Yeah, I still am. But my parents watched it first, and they cut out bits and pieces for me to watch. Okay. But um, yeah. I think that was actually kind of helpful because it helped me put my own twist on Eleanor. You so. made you made the role your own for sure. Uh, Caden, you did not see it, unfortunately. I did not, everything. but it's definitely on my watch list. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna show up somewhere. Um, I watched many episodes um, on my iPad. So y again, the this you guys shot for quite some time in New York. I believe it was about maybe five months. Wow, I want to say it was about five months, and we we spent a month filming the pilot, the first episode, and there was this long period of waiting to see whether the show was gonna get picked up or not. Yeah, so. You know, waiting, waiting, waiting. It got picked up. So yeah. I I think I in I was in the middle of the school year. So I had to leave school and my school's really flexible and very supportive. So right. that was amazing. Most and at the time since Zoom was you know, quarantine was still kinda going on, um, I was able to still continue at my school, do all my schoolwork, send it, um, via iPad all the way from New York back to California. And um I flew to New York in I want to say the beginning of February and I was there until June, June. Oh, wow. Obviously when you're filming, not a lot of downtime, but uh, when yeah. you had downtime, what did you, what'd you guys do? Would you, you and your dad out there? Yeah. So it was, it was me and my dad out there. And then my mom and dad would play tag and they would switch out. My dad would be with me and then switch out. My mom would be with me and then it, went back and forth every couple of weeks. So I got to see both of them. Um, and then I want to say during, during my downtime, it was either school or if I was done with the schoolwork for the day, then it would just be hanging out with everybody on set. Did you and uh, Ian hang out a lot? Okay. Absolutely. Me and Ian, we were like the only like real kids on set. So, I mean, I knew I had to, you know, have a good connection with him so i think we made we made a great connection um from the beginning and we definitely carried that on to the scenes um we still talk today cool. um i at least check in with him every week just to see how he's doing it's pretty fun um kaden you know you've done a lot of stuff you those friendships are forever oh my gosh they're lifelong i i and chemistry is just so important for this industry it just you can totally see it on film like for sure yeah, it, it just it just works. I mean, your, the roles you've done, Caden. I mean, award-winning films, um, just wonderful. I mean, you've got great, great, uh, great castmates and uh, a good support structure. And Madison, as well for you. Uh, I got to think Domaine is. Um, hope I'm saying that right. Um, has a heart of gold. He just seems so wonderful. Yeah, yeah, Damien on set. Yeah, he's he's awesome, and he's awesome. a great. He's we also had a very strong relationship, whether it was like going to crafty offset, we would always, we'd always talk. We would always keep it light on set. We would joke around and we had a really good father daughter bond on set. 
Now, have you gone back and watched some of those episodes on TV? I have. So we had a whole um, watch party every episode when it came out. And I think it came out, for me, I think it was on Sunday. I don't know. The days changed for me. I'm not yeah. sure why. I think but, it was Sundays. Um, yeah. yeah. So we would stay up late watching it. And then, I mean, even though I knew it was happening, it's just so unreal watching it on screen with all the edits and since there's a whole other storyline with um jacob buster who plays peter and grace gummer plays claire um it's it's unreal just watching their scenes and we're just acting it out on paper and ink but seeing it on the screen is awesome what's that emotion for you when you watch yourself on tv i don't know it's it's hard to explain because I think it's cool, like seeing how everything came together. But then at the same time, it's like I think of things that maybe I could do or things that I did good. But there's also, you know, it's I don't know. Do you do you ever have that feeling too, Kane? Oh, I cringe when I watch myself. <laughs> really? Sometimes I can't watch myself. Sometimes I turn away. It's weird watching yourself on TV. You're like, oh, wait, that's me. Oh, shoot. Hold on. No. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I kind of do need to watch my own film now. So I definitely know that feeling. Yeah. I like the way the show unfolded. We didn't know for the longest time how you became a vampire. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that the placement of the that flashback episode, I think that was that that timing and placement was awesome. And it definitely um, improved the rest of the series. And um, astronomy in real life, you enjoy looking at stars and stuff? And... You know, I never really thought of it, but yeah, it'd be something I'd be interested in. Yeah, because you kind of you know, learn as you go and kind of take that stuff uh, to work and vice versa. You know, you get uh, interested and you take those home too. But uh, well done. Well done for sure. Let the right one in. It's a winner. It's a hit. I hope to see it land somewhere. And certainly the ending leaves it wide open. Yeah. I didn't think it would go that way, <laughs> but, uh, you yep, know, definitely plot twist. I mean, I mean, how long can you go around killing people, you know, and taking their blood without getting, without getting found out? I mean, it's, yeah, you guys did it pretty good. Not as, uh, I mean, it's, it's not as, not as good as, uh, cheating the tooth fairy, but, uh, still pretty good. Caden, <laughs> again, for you, um, when you're watching, um, like shows, do you tend to binge watch all at once or do you just watch them week by week or how do you do it? Sometimes I can't help binging them. Sometimes I get just like so like focused and I'm like, okay, next one, next one, next one. And I just like do it on like replay. But I try to spread them out like over weeks because I don't want to like, I find this great series and I'm like, I'm done. I, now I'm going to need to find another one. Are you a binge watcher, Madison? Yeah. I, I mean, if I find shows that are like right in the middle of like a new series or something, and like I have to binge watch all of the sh- all like the seasons before, and then stop at that point. That's always really fun, and then you still get the excitement of seeing new episodes. There's definitely ups and downs of binge watching, but binge watching shows for when you're when you are binging them, it's it's really fun. So yeah, I would say because I back in my day, uh, and your mom probably knows this as well, Caden, and your and your dad as well, Madison. You had your TV guide, and you had. Uh, Two, four, seven, nine, and thirteen. That was basically it. You had you know, there was this is before cable and Roku and Netflix and whatnot, and everyone gathered around the TV and watched the shows, whatever it was. You know, might have been Happy Days, might have been you know 
Morton Mindy or, or anything like that. You had to wait till the next week to watch it. Now you can go down and you watch the whole thing in one evening. It's like you'll be sitting there watching stuff. It's like, okay, one more. Okay, this is, this mm-hmm. is the last one. You go, all right, one more. And now it's Roku. Roku is great, by the way. And Roku, it's like the credits are still running and they've already started the next episode. It's crazy. So I, I'm trying, I'm binge watching um, uh, that 90s show, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, Sam Morellis is on next week. She plays uh, Nikki on the show. If you remember that 70s show, it's basically a, a reboot. So I'm watching that. What do you what are you binge watching nowadays, Madison? When you have time? You know what? I think right now I haven't really been binge watching anything. I think I've just been playing things on repeat and then like trying to like not remember what happened. So that way I'm like being surprised again. But I think I don't really think I'm binge watching anything again right now. I mean, if anything, I'm been I'm binge watching. I've already seen it, but you know, I'm rewatching season four of Stranger Things. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, great. Uh, Stranger Things. Wow. It's like, like 10 seasons now. It's not quite that many, but it's quite a bit. Yeah. It's been a long time. And look at like um, Walking Dead, how long that lasted. Right, Caden? Right? I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot Walking of Walking Dead and, and Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods as well. Yeah, like I've Jones. actually met, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I met Steve uh, Sherpa who played Anthony on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? I met him. I met him in OC. Like he, we went to this restaurant like 10 minutes from my house and he was there because he has a house in OC. Yeah, I was like, what? That was in 2021, but I was just like, I, I love that show. It, no. That There's happens. There's a lot of shows out right now. That happens, by the way, seeing people, spotting people. It's like, if you live in Southern California, you're going to run into people. I mean, it, it just happens. I mean, uh, it's almost like, come on, really? Okay, enough. You know, because everywhere you go, there they are. I mean, uh, I tell this story all the time. I was in Mel's Diner about six months ago. Do you know Mel's? Madison? Yeah, I okay. believe so. Yeah, okay. Mel's Diner in Sherman Oaks. And who walks in? Gwen Stefani and Blake Sheldon. I wow. was floored. And I had met Gwen about 12 years ago. And uh, she was just the nicest, nicest person. Beautiful, beautiful woman. And I, I, I saw the picture and she says, I still have that jogging suit. <laughs> so, you know. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it happens. So um, very, very cool. You got to meet your, your people you see on TV. And and we all put our pants on the same way. We're all working, you know, and that's that's the way it is. Um, you've got uh, projects coming up. You can't talk about Madison. I know that. So we'll look for those coming up. The world is your oyster at this point. I mean, you've done some phenomenal stuff at just 11, almost 12. You got a birthday coming yes. up. And yes. uh, what are your birthday plans going to be? Do you know? Uh, I'm gonna go roller skating. Oh, awesome! Very cool. No, yeah, uh, no you don't want to do any high diving. I'm very jealous. No, <laughs> uh, no high diving. No high diving. Maybe, maybe a little later in the future. Yeah, she, I'm, I'm still cause, working cause, up the courage to. Because Caden will coach you if you want. Oh <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> okay, I'll, I can barely do it myself. <laughs> okay, uh, I gotta ask now. Caden sushi, yes. Oh yes. Madison mm-hmm, sushi. 100%. Yes. You're a fan. Okay. I love sushi so Thanks. much. Okay, sushi or bacon? Sushi. I'm not a bacon wow. fan. Wow. You really? Yeah, I don't. I I liked it like when I was younger, but I just kind of got over it. If I mean, I get over bacon when I'm older. I will be so mad at myself. Yeah. <laughs> You'll just be like, I'm so disappointed in you, Madison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's good with sweet things like French toast and bacon, like I'll eat that. 
Like, oh, that's yeah. good. I'm going to have to go sushi on that one. I, I mean, I love sushi so much. Yeah, it's amazing. Bacon's so. amazing as well. Even, like, if you're, even like you'd be, like, be in the grocery store and you have that little sushi stand there. And that's even good on, in a pinch, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, during um, COVID, the all-you-can-eat place was kind of folded up. I know. Of drag. Oh, my God. And when I when I was younger... I never had the courage to try sushi, so I didn't. I, I didn't like it. It, it all the, the, the all you can eat places. Now that I'm only now they're all gone. I'm yeah. so mad. Have you ever been to teppanyaki? Like where they do like the they flip the like like, like Benihana's? Yeah, like Benihana's. Yes, like Benihana's. Yes, there there's a place. It's not Benihana's, but it's really close to my house, and I I go there for like every time I celebrate my birthday. And what is it called? It's, it's well, the place I I go to is called Riptide, but it's kind of like a Benihana's. It might, it's kind of like a chain restaurant, but it's really good. It's teppanyaki and it's sushi too. Like it's, so they, it's really good. So they cook, they cook at your table basically. Yes. You, oh you yeah. Make, I've yeah. seen those things. Mm-hmm. Tricks with knives and stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm hungry now, by the way. I know. Oh my gosh. It's already, oh. man, you know, I might have to go out for some late night sushi. You might, you might have to. Yeah. There's a plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did Thai food last night. It was, it was funny. I was on the air. And I heard the doorbell ring. My wife was at in the room, so I was like, okay, she'll take care of it. I got them to the show. I came outside, and uh, it was like boxes and boxes of Thai food. I was like, oh, yeah. So it's always, uh, it's always a surprise to see <laughs> dinner. I've actually never had Thai food. Oh, good stuff. It's spicy. If you like spicy. Oh, really? Oh, I like love it. spicy. Now, spicy anything. I'll eat it. Now, um, Madison, you're, um, I want to say, Hispanic and Filipino? Yes. So, um, Filipino food, yes? Love Filipino oh. food. Oh, my God. My favorite's lumpia. Lumpia, yeah, for sure. And Never of course, had Filipino food. It's delicious. You should. Oh, my God, it's so good. I have no cultural food. Like, I, 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 I'm so you basic. Have to, you have to, like, dedicate one day to trying, like, every cultural food you can. Uh, adobo? I know. One of my best food? friends, he is uh, Puerto Rican. And he, oh, my gosh, his mom always tells me about all the Puerto Rican food they're making. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never had Puerto Rican food. Stop making me so jealous. I'll get on it. <laughs> awesome. I grew up in San Francisco and there are a lot of, it's a big Filipino community there and uh, always parties. So tons of food and uh, yeah, good stuff. And it, I don't know why, but the show always ends up talking about food, you know, because I, I got to think that food's like a big part of Southern California. Food is life. So, it is yes. life, exactly. Yeah, and such as and crafty as well. So oh my gosh, crafty is like one of the best things on set. It's like it, that saves me during like those long days where like you're like yeah. doing a bunch of stunts, drinking a bunch of crystal light blood on set, and then yeah, crafty. The blood. Oh god, yeah. That would it'd be bad if you were like diabetic or something. That's a lot. Of, was it really sweet? It is. It's like so. I I think it's like water to, um, like the water to. Crystal light ratio, crystal light's like a thousand, and then water's like one. <laughs> and then, I mean, it's still like kind of, it's still really watery, but like to wow. make it, if they have to make it thicker, I don't know what they put in there. I think it's like corn syrup or something. Wow, it's not, yeah. it's, it's not a, it's not a offset go to drink. Not in that consistency. Well, yeah. I've kind of grown. I, I kind of like it now, but oh, good. when I was when well, I was first doing yeah, the pilot, don't get any ideas, okay. <laughs> Don't go out and start. Okay. You know, I'll, be, I'll be making my own, uh, my own jugs of my nice. personal drink. Nice. I would expect you to get sick of it because 
my first feature film called Apocalypse Love Story, which is actually premiering on February 28th at the um, the Hollywood Real Independent Film Festival, is, so basically, I had to eat a lot of food. And I had to eat, like, rotisserie chicken, Ooh. peanut butter, wow. Hershey's, <laughs> milk duds, and so on and so forth. Milk duds? I will never, wow. yeah, I will never eat any of those foods ever again in my life. Really? Really? Yes. Wow. So, well, I think you know what? Because I think I when I first drank it, I was it tasted horrible to me, and then I grew a liking for it. I think if I continued to like drink that on a daily, weekly basis, I think I would start to hate it as well. Yeah, you were chugging that stuff. I mean, did, I was. Were you able to spit it out, or you had, you had, to, you had to swallow it, right? You so it? I there was a a few of the scenes where like there's like the giant gallon of blood. Right. Blood. Don't. Thanos, um, the giant <laughs> of blood. Um, there's so my when they got like the back view, it was my stunt double, and they had a tube running from the jug going to like a bucket. So wow. like it was like it, it, since it was from behind, you couldn't see it. So she was like chugging, 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 chugging. Right? Yeah, it was seeing that. It was kind of like seeing me, but like earlier before the show came out, it was disturbing. <laughs> And we are almost out of time, but I want to ask you uh, about let the right one in. You lived that. You did these. You did these horrific scenes. Uh, some I want to say a little gory. You know? When you're yeah. watching, when you're watching the final product of that, how realistic is it to you? Is, is it like wow? Or I that just this whole experience completely ruined horror films for me. So now I kind of don't get scared when I see like oh. a bunch of gory scenes. I know. Yeah. Like, now I'm like, oh, rough day, you know? <laughs> like, when I see some, like, when I was on set that one day when I was filming, like, a gory scene, and I'm, like, covered in, like, fake blood, it's it was horrible. But, like, the product, when you see it in the end, it's so cool. I spent uh, 12 years at Universal Studios uh, working in the theme park with the uh, costume characters and uh, wow. the entertainment elements in the, in the theme park. Uh, I got to dress Shrek. You know, and SpongeBob and all that stuff. Wow! And I also worked uh, Halloween Horror Nights. I don't know if you've ever been, um, but that's awesome. It's like that is awesome. Yeah, you've been okay. So for me, it's like I know everybody, so it's like when you go, it's like that scare is expect- expected, you know. And I don't get scared, and it's kind of kind of. I know I heard what you're saying you kind of it kind of ruins it, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did uh, Dark Harbor at, at the Queen Mary uh, a few years back. Um, a lot different uh, setup than Universal. Uh, not so much with masks and stuff. Um, and that was scary. I mean, going through the Queen Mary um, in areas that normally you can't go in. Yeah, <laughs> that is a, 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 a haunted ship for sure. Hey, great having you on. Uh, Madison, Thank how can so they much. how can they find you online? Um, you can find me on Instagram for Madison buys music, and that's basically the same thing for everything else. If you just Google it, MadisonBuysMusic.com, that's my website. Yeah, MadisonBuys.com, MadisonBuysMusic.com. Yes. Without the Taylor. Yeah, Mad- okay. just Madison buys music. Gotcha. Will you come back on again? Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I love this. Yeah, I mean, you you um you've done so many of these. I mean, you got to meet Sam Rubin. He's the nicest guy. Uh, Sam is like from KTLA. For those of you that 
out of the area that's one of our local sh local stations here. And Sam Rubin is like everything entertainment. Tayden, you, have you ever met him? No. Yeah. I love Sam Rubin. Yeah. Gosh, that's that's a dream right there. He, he's got a pulse. <laughs> but those press junkets, I mean, medicine, you know, that's like an all day thing. You just absolutely yeah. You're like, oh, can I have some water or some <laughs> or, some, or yep. some crystal light? Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'd love to have you back on again, and uh, definitely we'll follow you online. Website again, Madison Taylor, MadisonBiasMusic.com, and uh, Madison, we thank you. Awesome! Thank you so much for having me, Caden. Uh, we're not done with you yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's coming up for you? Anything you talk about? By the way, congratulations yes. on your new uh, awards. Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So what's coming up? It's honestly, just it's crazy. Yeah. Eleven Best Actress Awards. Wow. I I honestly just I don't know how to process it. Well it's crazy. Earned. I won six awards for a film that I did called I Miss Her Two, and then oh. three for two for Message of the Mermaids, and then three for Apocalypse Love Story, which that is uh, what I mentioned. That is premiering on February twenty eighth, uh, wow. and that is premiering at the Hollywood Reel independent film festival and that should be coming out this summer so i'm excited to see you know where it's gonna be and you know i'm looking forward to it and roswell delirium just around the corner as well yes roswell delirium we'll is an 80s sci-fi feature and that stars anthony michael hall you may know him from Bre breakfast club sure and 16 candles d wallace from extraterrestrial sure and sam jones from flash gordon and then also lisa welchow from the facts of life and then oh, other gosh. big names Wow. And that is written and directed by Richard Bakewell. And just being a part of it, I play an 80s mean girl. And just to be a part <laughs> of the film is just is, is such is such an honor. And again, with the lifelong friends, I I've just just to number one, like be a part of the film, such an honor. And then to have made so many, so many lifelong friends is 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 so memorable towards me. And I'm I'm very I'm looking forward to seeing the film. And that premieres in July. That's really cool. Yes, it, it's it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> Very, very cool. Well, how can they follow you on online? You're on Instagram. Yes, you can follow me at Kaden Tukarski on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All righty. Very good. Kaden Tukarski, Madison, Taylor Baez, I thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, fans. Hey, guys, that's a wrap. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm -hmm.